Welcome to Live Let Thrive, a podcast about the Airbnb life, the share economy, and everything in between. Here are your hosts, Micah and Steve. Hello, hello, hello. And welcome back to another exciting episode of Live Let Thrive. What's up, Micah man? I am chilling, Steve Stacks. How you doing? Oh, excited to be back podcasting again. Episode 137 of your favorite Airbnb, VRBO, home away, share economy show in the world. And we have guests today. Yes, yeah, we they do. found us, didn't we they? Have, yes, we have Leah and Jake from the In Between Texas. I have been bragging about them on the show. I've been talking about how they've used TikTok and Instagram to grow their following and get direct bookings. And we finally have them here. Episode 139, by the way. Oh, shit. I did mess up. <laughs> Episode 139. Yeah, and I'll do a quick bio on you guys, and then we'll hop right into it. Okay. In, two, in 2014, Jake asked Leah to dance at Cooter Brown Saloon. Six months later, they got married at Botswana, moved to Australia, then moved to California. Then they decided to grow some roots and bought a small property in Concan, Texas. So they're all over the world. Uh, flipped it around and turned it into the inn between I-N-N. Get it? Get it? An eclectic glamp site near the Frio River. About af- after two years in the business, they now have over 12,000 followers on Instagram, over 117,000 followers on TikTok, and are using their social media presence to grow their business and drive direct bookings to their website, through their website. And yeah, welcome Leah and Jake. What is Thank up? You. Oh, Thank you. Hi. How are you doing? It's, been, it's finally good to, to finally talk to you guys. So I guess the first question is, how did you do it? How did you get that many Instagram followers? How did you get that many followers on TikTok? Um, a combination of perfect timing, a lot of luck, and uh, just using a lot of the uh, marketing advice that I've gotten from all of the marketing podcasts that I listen to and the books that I've read. Um, but I think the biggest thing was the timing. We got in semi-early. We got on TikTok in February. And it was kind of the perfect storm because that was right before COVID hit. So when we got on, there weren't as many people on. Um, Everybody still thought it was for kids. Like, I don't want to get on TikTok. It's just for dancing children. Um, But we went ahead and got on. Then COVID hit and then everybody got on TikTok. Um, So we kind of got a lot of uh, fast growth, you know, got some momentum you know, right when we first got on, our second video got like 400,000 views. And then our maybe like 10th video got like 1.6 million views. We haven't had another million view video again, because it's a lot harder to get seen now. But um, starting early, I think was the biggest, the biggest thing for us. Wow. And like, how much, like how much is your clientele like direct bookings now? Now, since we've got on it? Uh, Let's say... In the beginning, it's, so it's, it's slowly ramped up. So in the beginning, it's probably like 40, uh, 50. And we and just launched our website. Like yes. when we first got on TikTok, we didn't even have a website yet. We just were on Airbnb. But we launched our website like the beginning of summer. Yeah. 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 So we, our website is still fairly new. So it went from like 40, 50. And about midsummer, we've jumped up to probably 70, 80-ish. Direct. So 
And here's the here's the best part. Those direct bookings, they are so excited to stay with us because they found us on TikTok. There's a thing about people on TikTok. We love it. We're proud. We're TikTokers. So everybody who finds us on TikTok, they make sure to tell us that. And we almost, there's like a little bit of hype there. So people are excited. So they're just happy to be here. They're excited. They didn't just randomly find us on Airbnb and then leave us a three-star review because of one little thing they don't like. They're just happy to be here because they found us through TikTok. So it, it, almost it kind of, exactly. It creates that positive experience before they even stay with us. They're like on the way here, just excited to stay with in the TikTok house. So that's, <laughs> that's Brandon right there. You, you listen to some good marketing podcasts. I'm going to have to pick some up off you. <laughs> Real quick. Where is Botswana? Uh, it's in Southern Africa, just above um, South Africa. Oh, nice. How'd y'all meet there? Yeah. Uh, so we met in Texas, but right before we met, I was going over there because that's where my best friend is from. And um, I was going over there. She's the only uh, pediatric critical care doctor from the whole country. And she and I were doing some stuff together. And then he um, asked me to date him. Swept right her before off I, her feet. Yeah, swept me <laughs> off my feet. Uh, asked me to date him right before I was like leaving to go. And so then he just, we decided to get married and got married over there because I was over there. But he was over here. Dang, you traveled far for a woman. That's 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 bold. Yeah, right there. yeah, by myself. <laughs> and you know, by you myself. know, right? <laughs> well, I meant he traveled far for a woman. That's oh what I, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, he said so. One day, we, our whole relationship—we're so off topic—but our whole relationship was via Skype. And one day, he was like, "I quit. I made up my job, or I made up my mind. I'm quitting my job, and I'm moving with you to Australia because I was going to Australia after Botswana." So then I was like, "Well." then we should get married. Like, like let's just get married. Like uh, he's quitting his job to move to Australia with me. We're going to get married. So we did. We did. Simple enough, right? Yeah. <laughs> that's, you know, that's, you know, that's yeah. awesome. Yeah. So then y'all were, how long were y'all in Australia for? We were there for about three months. And okay. then uh, we, we realized that she was going to Bible college there. And then she decided, you know, and then I dropped not, out. She, it wasn't for her. And, I couldn't, I had a hard time finding a, a, a job because I was an electrician by trade. So um, I, I was having a hard time trying to figure out the ropes on, on getting a, a job over there. So we were just kind of blowing through whatever savings we had uh, from uh, mostly from uh, our wedding, you know, wedding gifts that we had uh, right before we left. And then we just ended up saying, you know what, let's, let's, uh, you know, it's been a fun run. Um, we've enjoyed it, but it's, too dang expensive over here let's get back home so sydney is expensive mm. <laughs> so expensive yeah wow more expensive than europe oh it was uh it was number one for for several years uh number number one most expensive place to live uh, at the time we were living there so um, i'm sure it's still up there at least top five in sydney um, we were actually sharing a, an apartment with another couple who and one of them was uh, he was finishing his res residency uh, as a doctor, and then his wife uh, uh, was a some kind of scientist. Mm -hmm. So yeah, we had to share an apartment with them, um, but they were cool people, so we enjoyed it, and uh, yeah, we still keep in touch with them. Oh, nice. So Concan, Texas. How did y'all how did y'all uh, decide on that place? Concan. Uh, it's uh, C O N C A N, oh. yeah. Con oh, they call it okay, but, okay, yeah. <laughs> it's, but uh, 
So CONCAN, if you're not familiar with CONCAN, most people don't know, uh, but for whatever reason, if you're in Houston, if you're from Houston, you, there's a good chance you might know. But what CONCAN is mostly known for is uh, Garner State Park. Garner State Park is, the, uh, is what's the huge draw in the area and, of course, with the river. So this, this area is uh, really known for uh, um, the summertime and coming out and trying to enjoy some uh, the, the river to, you know, the way it is in, in Texas, it gets hot. So yeah, it's kind of, um, it's a Texas tradition. A lot of people have grown up coming out here. Their grandparents used to come out here. Um, Garner State Park is the most popular state park in Texas. And so the Frio River, you know, just generations of Texans have grown up coming out here for their vacations. Um, so we did. He grew up coming yeah. out here. I grew up coming out here. So when we were trying to figure out where we wanted to live, we thought, Concan, there's hills, there's a river, it's beautiful. Garden there's State only Parker. 200 people who live here. I wanted to live in the middle of nowhere. So that's kind of how we, we ended up here and ended up in the rentals. We just wanted to live in Concan and there's no work. There's no jobs here other than the tourism industry. Yeah, and the only other option would have been like, okay, yeah, we can build a house and then have to commute an hour and a half to San Antonio and we didn't want to do that. So uh, that kind of, you know, that entrepreneurial spirit came out and we were like, you know what, let's get into the uh, rental business. So uh, that about six months we were living together in California because I was in, actually in California a year before she moved up there and uh and spent uh six months with me up there so uh the whole entire time i was looking at properties online just trying to find something that we can uh make work and he this found prop- this one and showed it to me i said no, <laughs> no. oh no absolutely uh, not uh, no yeah. way i don't we have this beautiful vision of this place we're going to create and that is not it and he yeah. was like just look at the potential, look at what it can be. So the next day after he found it, he was on a plane from California to Texas to come check it out. Um, And we lucked out because it was so bad and it had such a bad reputation that none of the locals wanted it. And they knew how much work it was going to be. They knew how much it was going to take to turn it around. But we just had, you know, high hopes and uh, can put in a ton of sweat equity. um, And and that's what we did. And I think we we were also the probably one of the biggest parts was uh, we were ignorant. We yeah. didn't we didn't know. Super anything. ignorant. We didn't so, know what we didn't know. So we didn't which know is a good thing because you can yeah. easily uh, you know talk yourself out of situations or overthink mm-hmm. them. Um, you know, which is a common saying. You know, uh, paralysis by analysis. So that you know. Thankfully, we didn't go that route, yeah. and we were just like, you know what, let's just do it. You know, we were so hyped up about it, and we're like, yeah, we just jumped in head first, and and it was you know, the only one we could afford. Started so. cutting trees. <laughs> that and, too. And there's that, and there's that. Yeah. So describe the property. I mean, how, 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 the house and like how much land did it come with and stuff like that. Uh, so it's four, uh, four and three quarters of an acre and uh, acres. So part part of it is roughly up on the hill so i say uh two and a half uh, acres are set up on the hillside um and the rest of the two acres are are kind of flat and um there's two cabins and five uh tiny homes um that were on the property when we purchased it whoa um so yeah we it was i think we yeah it was a it was a good deal um how good how good was the deal 
<laughs> it was well, half less than half of the original asking so price. So they were asking for uh, they were initially was listed at three, uh, probably around three thirty, and then by when we finally negotiated, uh, we got it for about one seventy. Whoa! So, four acre, four and a half acres, two cabins, and five tiny homes for that man. Seventy. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> No, they 170. He said, he, he said 170. One, so for 170. what? They got any more deals out there? <laughs> <laughs> no, we wish. We wish. We're always yeah. looking, but real estate's so expensive out here. So we just got really lucky with that. It was it was a blessing in disguise. I honestly don't know how no one had jumped on it. Because um, it was a disaster. Yeah. I cried when the day that we signed that title. I was like, everything that we have is gone into this. Yeah. Yeah, because it was either, you know, buy our first home or this. So, uh, And yeah. we live in one of the tiny homes. Yeah. Here we are. That's cool. See, I'll burn the ships. Literally burn the ships and let's do this. Yeah. yeah. So, you guys, yeah. so you guys are house hacking. So you house hack pretty much. Mm-hmm. Yep. That's a Yeah. So the first, uh, the first one, one of the first things we did when we got on the property is we cleaned one of them up just enough to where it can be livable. And uh, we lived in it. And while we lived on it, lived in it um it was memorial day weekend mm -hmm. we were working on uh, the next one so we got one one of the units up uh memorial day weekend and we got on airbnb we checked the we checked the uh availability for that weekend and we noticed that it there was nothing available so we we're like you know what let's move out of ours post it <laughs> on there and let you know let's so book we, this out. we moved into one of the like bad one like i'm it was bad. We hadn't even touched it yet. And we moved in there yeah. um, and then just started working on that one as we lived in that one, yeah. kept the one we were living in rented for the summer yeah. and just lived in one of the other ones, got it up and running and then just kind of moved yeah. around. Yeah. It took us about every two weeks. We were getting a, another one ready. And then by the time the end of the summer came around, um, we were extremely burnt out. Um, by that time, because you know we're 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 cleaning, we're fixing up, we're dealing with gas. We're uh, also started doing a little side hustle, selling some uh, stuff out here at, 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 from our place. So it was a it was a it was a ride. But we survived. First, we don't know how we survived <laughs> that first summer, because and, and mind you, we live thirty minutes from the closest uh, town that has like a Walmart or H E B. Which is a, a local grocery store. So H E B. A lot of the supplies that we use. Yeah, H E B. My favorite, <laughs> my favorite. store. <laughs> uh, you know, we were having to go at least thirty minutes to, uh, commute uh, one way to get supplies and stuff, and until we can finally get a, a good schedule down with our ordering online, you know, Amazon and stuff. So it was wild. It was wild. Yeah. Wild so, so, so that being said, just real quick, we hop all around on this show. Sorry for hogging the show, Mike. This is really cool <laughs> stuff. Um, but since since the stuff's so far away, do y'all keep like a bunch of supplies on hand that if the people that are there want to rent something from you guys or whatever, you know, or y'all ex make extra money that way, upsells? We haven't. No, Not that. but we do keep. Uh, to answer your question, we do keep stuff on hand. Um, and Ice chests and came, stuff like that. Uh, mostly just uh, stuff that 
we su- we supply mm-hmm. toilet paper, oh, paper okay. towels. Yeah. The know, little the local outfitters that rent tubes and stuff, they sell ice chests. And then there's a convenience store that sells like basic necessities. So we don't do that. We've talked about it if we ever have a little yeah. store. Mm-hmm. Um, but the only thing we did kind of like that was we did have add-on packages for a while. Um, but then that just became too much work. And Mm -hmm. in the summer, you know, I have to go to HEB in 30 minutes away to go get flowers to put in the house. And so now we're trying to figure out a way to do add-on packages. That's a little bit less work. Um, cause our biggest issue that we run into out here, cause we're so rural is automating things with people. Like there's no people here to work. Um, so (laughs) we're lucky that we have a cleaner, but anything outside of that's kind of hard to get. So, you know, I was the one in there decorating and putting up balloons and putting stuff up there. And, um, it just became a lot of work. So we kind of stopped doing that. That was the only type of thing that we were selling to our guests. So, So, okay. So you guys still do all the cleaning and everything, right? No. no. Okay. Life Clean, changing. Yeah, cleaning. Life changing. No, no, no. We haven't had to for about a year now. Yeah. 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 Going on a year, so it's been really great. Mm-hmm. So you've outsourced all the cleaning. You're living for free, house hacking. So you, do you, I'm assuming you guys probably travel a lot, right? We try to, yeah. With yeah, COVID, we, it's yeah. been harder, oh, but yeah. Um, you know, last summer in the, so summer is kind of our peak season. That's when it's bonkers out here. I mean, it's like, you know, 90 to hundred percent occupancy. It's crazy. Like people, there's just people. And in the summer, all the locals, you gear up for it. And so you just expect summer's crazy. Everybody's running ragged. Well, last summer, not this summer because of COVID, but last summer we took off in the middle of July and we went to Europe. And, you know, it's because we had things kind of automated in a way that we could do that. We didn't have to be here. This summer was a little bit different. We didn't get to travel, but, but we will. How how far are you guys from Hunt, Texas? Oh, that's, um, we're close. uh, Hunt's nice. 45 45 minutes. 45. Okay. Yeah. Because I have places in Hunt. Oh, really? We were looking at Hunt. Yeah. Yeah, The only reason I knew you guys were close because you're off the Frio River. And when the people go down to hunt, they always ask, can they park their boats or can they go down the river or like stuff like uh, that? Can they go tubing? Yeah. I was like, oh, and when I heard Frio River, I'm like, I know where that is. Yeah. Think, isn't it off? I think Hunt is connected to that river somewhere down there. But It's close by, but uh, that, uh, the Guadalupe River is there you the, go. the one Guadalupe I wrote, wrote through there. there. Yeah. 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 yeah, But okay. still, Guadalupe, Frio, and the Comal are very yeah. popular uh, uh, floating uh, rivers. Yeah, floating so. rivers, yep. Yeah, Hunt's yep. nice though. Okay. Yeah, I saw like I remember when Texas decided like you know the, a month after COVID said okay COVID's over everybody just go back to normal, and then they showed the Guadalupe River it was just packed full of tubers, <laughs> and then Austin was just packed all the bar everything was going crazy because everybody's oh we're back to normal and then not uh, you know COVID spiked like crazy did they yeah. and so they shut everything down again you know and they shut down the river did did they shut down the Frio Rio Rio Frio. So the rivers, the rivers, this is kind of where it was a little tricky. The river, the rivers weren't ever shut down. It was the tubing outfitters couldn't rent out tubes or kayaks. So if you brought your own, you could get in the river. There's, you know, you could, the rivers like public, you know, public land state owned or what, I don't know how it works, but the rivers weren't closed. So when that happened, 
we got calls from our guests freaking out, like the river's closed. I need to get out of Houston. You don't understand. I'm tired of seeing the same people every day. Like I got to get out. And we were explaining to them, the river's not closed. You just, you know, you have to social distance, keep your distance from people. And it's a huge rural area. You can space out. Um, and so people came things definitely after that, there weren't as many people coming. Um, not like, like it was, but there still was a ton of people out here, but you're in the middle of nowhere. You can space out as much as you want. See, see and I think, I think where you guys are is probably a plus because I, I know a lot of people are running from the big city. Like, Hey, I'm trying to get out of Austin. I want to get out of Houston, you know, going yeah. to the middle of nowhere. That's perfect. Yeah. 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 That's what was happening. Uh, it's still happening. Which is, yeah, still. <laughs> and, yeah. We, you know, we went from, uh, in March, when it started, middle of March when it hit, to uh, we we lost all our bookings for the the next six weeks after that, mm-hmm. and um, we we didn't keep any money. We just gave everything back because, like them, we were and you know we were just trying to figure it out, just like the rest of the world, and um, you know we were we we really live uh, pretty minimally. Yeah. Uh, but we so, thought this year we're not going to make any money. Summer's gone. Yeah, we're going to we live were, on beans and rice. We're like, you know what? We're fine. We're familiar with Dave Ramsey. We know how to live that way if we need to. Uh, so uh, it went from that mindset to like once May, uh, May 1st, I think kind of it, probably a little bit before they opened up state parks. And it's it's been like crazy ever since then. Uh, we've never had a, a year this great before. So um, and it's still trickling outside of this is primarily a uh, summer uh tourist tourism place so um being that we still have people you know after september still coming um pretty consistently it's it's uh it's pretty great for business so and we're just trying to get as much as we can i think the it, it was the perfect storm of covid and tiktok and those two things together um because then you know when we blew up on tiktok then hundred thousand people who can't go to Europe this year, they can't go on cruises, they can't go to Disney, need somewhere to go. And the majority of those people that follow us are in Texas. And so they were, you know, remembering us, I saw you on TikTok and we're going to come. And um, so we, it kind of was that those two things together. And a third one being that we're in a rural area and and people get to flock out of the cities. Yeah. So that, that's kind of how we've had the best year that we've ever had. You know, last year, I think we've, doubled our occupancy for this month and you know we're in a predominantly summer like after labor day it's dead out here you're looking you have 90 days to make you know 90 percent of your income and we're you know at like 60 percent occupancy right now in october (laughs) in concan yeah it's it's hard (laughs) it's crazy it's hard i don't know it's hard to believe if you're if you've ever operated out here that's that's those numbers are hard to believe yeah last year it was 30 percent for october was what we were at now now have you thought of ways to like bring up the occupancy in the in the down season maybe like add some hot tubs and some fire pits or something like that Mm -hmm. yeah Yeah. hot tubs uh is one of the options that we uh have thought about um it's just the trying to find the right spot and the logistics of it Mm -hmm. like who's going to take care of it (laughs) because you know you you, if you're going to have an amenity like that especially with covid yeah. You you seriously got to think about the maintenance that it's going to require to to maintain it. Um, so we haven't really um, 
we're, we're trying to find someone who can kind of be the maintenance person. And if we have a maintenance person, uh, cause right now that's, that's kind of me right now. So I, I kind of do all the, you know, the maintenance mm-hmm. outside. So, uh, and I'm trying to, uh, get away from working in the business. Um, so like, as you, as y'all, as y'all mentioned before, <laughs> uh, previously, you know, I'm, that's, that's my goal. I'm trying to get out of working in the business and more on it. So, uh, yeah, that's, that's, so before we add more work onto, onto me, I'm trying to get out of it and then yeah. until we could kind of more. Uh, automate it and find someone who can do all that stuff and then we can put it on them and then make up for that by uh, increasing prices on the off season. I like the way you do business. (laughs) Automate it. Yeah, Yeah, for sure. Go ahead. I'll say, yeah, for sure. I mean, y'all got it. Uh, Well, I know, uh, I think I'm assuming y'all are both in big cities, but um, uh, I know Steve's in Dallas and Mike, I'm not sure where you're at, maybe Arkansas. No, but y'all have more Texas. Oh, you're okay. Okay, good deal. So, y'all have more access to uh, to automation um, technology people. and stuff. People, really, yeah. people is like the that's the most precious resource, or, or oh, yeah. uh, most out here. There's 200 of us who live out here, and the majority of the, like the median age is like 72. So everybody's retired in their 70s. Um, nobody's looking to to do you know hard labor out here because they don't have to, they're all retired. Yeah. I have a similar, now my places in Arkansas are very, very similar to that. Cause the people who do like one of my cleaners, she's my age and then the rest are really, she's really my only cleaner right now, but I have that same issue in most, and I, I Arkansas is technically considered a retirement state. So, but mm. I'm gonna tell you those retired people, there's some good cleaners though. I'm telling you, <laughs> you got no one else to do. Man. <laughs> That's yeah. True. For real. yeah. Uh, we have a uh, we have one uh one he's a guy he's like uh, 70 Rudy. I was about to say shout old. out to Rudy. Yeah, Rudy. He's a uh, man, but he's like 100 miles an hour go go go. He could run circles around us. Uh he's the one that when we go out of town, he'll water my plants and feed our animals and yeah. So, shout out to Rudy. Yeah. I like him, baby. Rudy be giving us hustle on this. What's up, man? Live so, yeah. so, so how many? Unfortunately, oh, good. Uh, I was like, unfortunately, he's gonna be moving soon. So, yeah, mm. we're gonna miss him. <laughs> so, so how many people? How many guests that have come there are are saw you on TikTok? How many are TikTok guests? About at least seventy percent. Um, those are. Um, we don't get to. That's a that's an estimate, but because we don't get to really interact with the guests all the time, um, but the ones that we do talk to, they're like, oh yeah, I saw you on TikTok, and uh, they're either they're either tell us in person if we see them on the on site, or they'll tell us through uh, uh, messaging, um, text message, or email whenever they do the booking. So uh, whether that's through our uh, direct booking or uh, Airbnb. And our website went down for a couple of weeks. So our TikTok people were having to book through Airbnb. So that happened. That kind of took down our, but they still found us on TikTok, but our website was, was having some issues. I have a question about your direct booking website. Like, okay, I'm going to tell you an issue I'm having. I'm going to see if y'all solved it yet. So when you get a direct booking, is it more manual processes on your end? Like having to set up door codes or things like that, or you just, is it automated for you? 
So, so our check-in process is, you know, they when they book, I send them a text message uh, with booking information, uh, address, uh, and then with the the way our self we have a self check-in process. Mm -hmm. So we whenever we know guests are coming in, we'll leave the doors unlocked for them. Uh, that way, we make it easy. You know, we're on site all the time, and if for some reason we're we're not going to be here, we'll lock it. We'll give them a, a key code. To the uh, lockbox, so um, we can't really rely on a on a uh, like a Wi-Fi keypad um, because of you know where we're at. You know the Wi-Fi is uh, not not the connection is not good, so and reliable. So we have to go back to the uh, old school um, lockbox. You know the little scroll um, combination. So we'll leave the we'll leave the key in there, and we'll make sure we have to make sure that they see. Uh, the message saying that we're going to leave the key in the lockbox and where the lockbox is at. And then we just, once we can confirm that they know where it's at and they got the, the information, then we know we're good and we can step away from the property. Um, I don't, also, I don't think it's been more work, but I handle the Airbnb bookings. He handles the website bookings, but I don't think it's been more, more work. Um, dealing with website people. Yeah, see, and, and how y'all, how y'all is set up, because you're in this rural town, it ain't just people just flocking through there. You could easily just leave your door unlocked, right? That, yeah. That's perfect. I like that, man. You have your lockbox <laughs> for backup. That's actually perfect. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. So how how do you how do you utilize TikTok to to promote? I mean, what what kind of videos are you making? What do you, what gets these people like? Wow, these people these guys are cool and well, yeah. Explain your whole TikTok process. I have I know nothing yeah. about TikTok. <laughs> yeah. So the biggest thing uh, with TikTok is you know I try to provide as much value as I can to people. So I started off the first videos that I did that kind of took off were just about the Frio River because what you know a lot of Texans like the Frio River we're proud of it you know our beach is not necessarily the prettiest but we have a river and <laughs> you know we're proud of it and so I I was making videos about like there was one trend and it was like Texas check and then the song came on about Texas and most people were using that that song to show like Bucky's and Whataburger and HEB and like your typical Texas stuff well I did an entire Texas check video about the Frio River and nobody else was doing Frio River stuff yet. So that one really took off. And then the video that got like a, over a million views, that was when I painted one of our houses. So for COVID, I was going crazy because we were losing all the money. He was super chill about it. I was like freaking out. And so I decided to paint one of our tiny homes rainbow just to keep myself calm and just to keep myself from going crazy. And I made a little TikTok about it and it got a million and a half views. So then <laughs> that's when things really started to change because on Instagram, all of the content that I post that was really taking off, it was always about the river, but not about us. What TikTok changed for us was that it took it from just being about the river and people liking my videos and following us because of the Frio River, but people being like, oh, this is a cool spot. I like this place. Um, so now I'll do a mixture. Sometimes I'll post videos about the Frio River, about you know where to eat when you come to Concan, the best restaurants to eat at, stores to shop at. Um, sometimes I'll do Frio River pro tips, like bring water shoes, because if you don't, your feet are gonna be cut up from the river rocks. And if you wear flip-flops, they're gonna break. And just all this information and knowledge that I have from living here as a local, I'll just post that stuff. And then 
post a couple of TikToks about our houses and be like five super cute tiny houses to stay in in Concan, Texas, or, you know, fall getaway. And I'll be like, you know, here's a fall getaway, uh, one and a half hours from San Antonio. And I'll put, you know, pictures of Garner State Park, and then I'll put kayaking and I'll put campfires. And then I'll sprinkle in a few of our houses and be like, and stay in a rainbow house. So I'm kind of making this little commercial for us that's not too salesy. It's not just like, look at our house, stay with me, stay with me. But it's about like, look at this experience that you can have. Now, um, now you're going to get excited about this, but now translate that to uh, if you were living by the Cowboy Stadium. Oh yeah. This is what I said. Um, I think when I first was telling Mike about TikTok. So for example, if I had, I know Arlington's weird with the laws, but if I had, a house right by Cowboy Stadium, right? If I had a condo or an apartment right there, I would make a TikTok account solely dedicated to the Cowboys. And I would be saying, check out this bar. When you go to the Cowboys game, this is the bar you want to go to after the game. This is where you're going to park. You're going to park over here. So then you can walk over here and here's a shuttle, like all these little tips and stuff. I would be making videos about that. And then ever so often be like, oh, and check out this house. This is the best place to stay at. And you set yourself apart as a guide. You are their guide to the Cowboys game. You were their guide to the Rangers games or whatever. You're the guide. So I, through TikTok, have tried to set myself up as the guide to the Frio River, the guide to Concan. Yeah, that, that's a basic template. And a lot of people, um, you know, we sell, he kind of mentioned it, but we sell manganadas out of a school bus. And a lot of people will come into the bus and be like, yeah, I've checked out this place. I checked out that place. I checked out this place, all because of your TikToks. And they're buying from us too. And so we're supporting the local economy and giving business to everybody else in our area. But we want people, when they think of the Frio River, we want them to think of us because the other businesses out here, they've been here a long time. They have the name, they have the river frontage. We're just these little bitty guys with some tiny homes on the side of a highway without even having river frontage. So we have to kind of set ourselves apart you know, as something. So we give a lot, we give a lot of information. So that's kind of the, the video. I love it. I love it. I'm excited. Yeah, I'm excited. That, that, that was a gem. The people Game that are in Arlington Entertainment District, that's a gem right now. <laughs> that was a, and, that's no, well, that's just an example, though, because yeah, I, yeah. I heard it. I heard that because I have a house close to the stadiums, but, you know, you can't do it in that area anymore or whatever. But I, what I'm hearing is like my Dallas condo that I just put up. It just, we just went live today, you know. I was like, man, I could do that. I can go to the sites in Dallas, you know, the JFK sites, this site, this site, mm -hmm. and then say, oh, by the way, while you're here, stay at the, stay at my condo, you know, mm -hmm. blah blah. I just, that's what yeah. I see. You, you, you're kind of like, you're tagging yourself, or you're tagging that, you know, the big tag, and then you're the mm -hmm. little tag, you know. I don't, I don't know. I just got all these and ideas. And then the great part about it is that sometimes those businesses that you tag they'll repost your content. You're creating a free advertisement for them. So they repost it. Because when we started, our Instagram, our social accounts were smaller than a lot of the stores out here. But we've been super consistent with it. And sometimes they'll repost our stuff, they'll shout us out. And now our accounts have grown in crazy ways. But yeah, you create that content, they shout you out and it, you know, double advertisement for you. Shouting out businesses, that's a good one. Ooh, that's a good one. Yeah. Yeah. I, I got to make and, a damn TikTok and, now. And here's <laughs> another, another thing we're, that uh, we're kind of coming to find out is uh, a lot of people on TikTok, they're pretty impulsive. Mm -hmm. So 
they will pull the trigger like that mm-hmm. on, you know, that's what we've come to find out and yeah. uh, talking to some they other- They find us on TikTok and then they're calling us trying to figure out how to book. There's something, we've talked to, we had a, a content creator stay with us and she's a TikToker. She's big on Instagram too. And she stayed with us. We did a little influencer exchange or whatever. And she was saying that and we noticed that. And she said that people on TikTok are super impulsive and they're going to click that buy button if you're selling a product or they're going to go to your website and try to book quicker than on Instagram. I don't know why, but in our experience, that's been the case. In her experience, that's been the case. And she's worked with a whole lot of brands. Um, She worked with Whataburger. (laughs) So yeah, uh, yeah, she's big time. Uh, But she said the same thing that people are just impulsive on TikTok. Maybe that's short. And and here's a thing, um, which is kind of, it kind of sucks for for, uh, people who have big followings on TikTok because they can't leverage it because brands don't know. But what brands don't know that uh, people on TikTok are impulsive. So they just hear of TikTok. And if you, if you know, you try to approach them to work with them, they, they, they don't think the value, they don't have a lot of value on it. They think Instagram and Facebook are where it's at, mm-hmm. but they, I feel like they're, they're, they're dropping the ball on, yeah. on TikTok. And because of that, a lot of marketers, they haven't figured it out yet. Like a lot of people have not figured out the monetary value of TikTok. So as a small business, it's a lot easier to, to put your content out in front of people. And the beauty of TikTok is the algorithm. The algorithm of TikTok is not on any other platform. The closest is Instagram Reels. But what it does, so Instagram actively suppresses your content. When you post your picture of your house, Instagram suppresses it. Maybe 10% of the people that follow you will see it. So 10% are seeing that. TikTok, on the other hand, the algorithm pushes it out. So they push it out. And if people engage with it, if they like it, it pushes it out again. If those people engage with it and they like it, it pushes it out again. So TikTok is constantly pushing your stuff out. That's how you can have a video where you could have no followers and have a viral video. But that's impossible on any, on any other platform except for Instagram Reels. Instagram Reels is pretty good too. So one thing that I do is I'll take all of my TikToks that do okay, and then I just download them. I post them to Instagram Reels. I've had two Instagram Reels hit over 100,000 views. This is my Instagram content that maybe will get like, I don't know, on a good day, like 100 likes on an Instagram picture. Instagram Reels, I'm getting a hundred thousand views. So Instagram Reels is where it at is where it's at. And you just take your TikToks, post it to Instagram Reels, publish it in your feed, and then you're double dipping and getting eyes on both platforms. When we started TikTok, our Instagram had thirty five hundred followers, and now we're at thirteen thousand. Yeah. A lot of that's because of TikTok and Instagram Reels, because TikTok followers some carried over to Instagram. That's awesome. Wow, that, that's next level. <laughs> that's what you're supposed all- to do. It's funny because Gary V says the same thing all the time. He goes, just put content out there. Content, content, put it out. content. Put it out. That's all you got to do. Yeah. And that's and then Once you, you've put stuff out there, you see what sticks and then you see what works and then just create more of that because that's what people want to see from you. So I, I experiment a lot. Sometimes I have stuff that flops. I have a TikTok right now that maybe has like 500 views, um, but I just have to experiment and I have to try things to figure out what works and what people want to see. 
but no, you have no. to create content that has value. The biggest thing is just providing value of some sort to people and not just look at, look at my place, look at my place, look at me, but providing multiple levels of value to people. And then you throw in your, and then you throw, house. you sprinkle it with you. <laughs> now, now, now is TikTok like, it's like short videos or how, how long are the videos? Yeah. So you can do 15 second or you can do 60 second, but shorter usually works better. Hmm. Um, not too short. Like the ones that I've done that are maybe five or six seconds, those don't really do well, but 10 to 15 seconds. So it's fast. It's, it's quick. And the format that I I use for most of my videos is I'll like get a bunch of maybe like four second um, clips, maybe of the river, of one of our houses, of a close up of one of the plants on our property. And then I throw it all together with a song. It takes me maybe 30 minutes total to make it and then put it out there. And uh, then people either engage with it or they don't. So you, you said the TikTok crowd is more impulsive. Like the mm -hmm. ones who come in through TikTok who stay with you, what, what's their demographic, age? How old are they? Like, it's a mix. Yeah. I would say predominantly maybe millennials. millennials. Yeah. Um, we have a 21 and up booking policy. Um, but here's the thing. Now this, people will say, I don't want to get on TikTok. It's just for kids. And there's a lot of young people on TikTok, but there's also a lot of older people on TikTok, a lot of millennials and older on TikTok. But those kids wherever they want to go for vacation mom and dad are going to take them so if my tiktoks are blowing up with 15 and 16 year old kids i'm okay with that because mom and dad are going to take them wherever they want to go and why do parents go to disneyland it's not for the parents it's for the kids you're taking the kids for an experience so when that 16 year old that doesn't want to go on any family road trip that doesn't want anything to do with the family because they're too cool finds a tiktok and says mom i want to go stay in this house they ring them. And we've had parents tell yeah, us that. So. They said, my kid was scrolling through TikTok. They showed me this and I booked. And one family even booked all um, five or they booked six. Uh, five. They booked five. five of our houses out of the <laughs> six that we had available. They brought grandma and grandpa. They brought all because the teenager saw our TikTok. Yeah. Wow. And, yeah. and we've had several stay with us uh, where they, they were staying with us because their, their kids saw it. And they want to bring them for their birthday or a celebration. Yeah. And then we even had one that we know of. Uh, this lady said that she's booked with us because she saw her kid was looking at it. And then she started, she got hooked on it and started looking at all our TikToks. Mm -hmm. And was like, you know what, let's go here. So yeah. they booked they booked with us and then they ended up coming and yeah. we talked to them whenever they came. So they told us a story. So yeah, it's, wow. uh, TikTok, man. So I, right now so i'm just wondering like like what how you know you, you gave us the advice about the cowboys you know go if you know cowboy stadium the restaurants and stuff do, so i how i would how you would do it you'd, you'd personally go to like one of the restaurants over there and, and then just film in front of it or how, how would you do it mm -hmm. yeah, just we like, call it what do, what do we call it we call it a uh, content gathering so we'll go out together and it's fun. It's almost like a little date. And we'll go eat at a restaurant or we'll go do, you know, go down to the river, drive around and get pictures together. And we do our little content gathering dates um, and just have a lot of fun and then make TikToks. Yeah. So you could get the family together, go out and check out new places. Get little um, snippets of But all you're getting places. a little bit of work done, but with mainly play. 
Wow. That's dope. That is dope. <laughs> I, I, see, one of the issues I was running into with TikTok is I'm not near my Airbnbs. My Airbnbs mm-hmm. are all the way in Arkansas and I'm here, but I'm like, I can get like my niece to go do that. You know, so yes. I'm thinking about doing that. Just, hey, whenever yeah. you're out, show them this on TikTok. Okay, I like this. Yeah. I like this. Mm-hmm. This is this is informative. Wow. So, so now and how- the okay. other one more thing and then I'll stop. The other thing is that with TikTok, it doesn't have to be super high quality. It doesn't have to be this massive production, you know, with everything perfect. That's that's Instagram. TikTok is messy. TikTok is, you know, it, it, ha- it can't be blurry. People have to see what's going on, but it doesn't have to be perfect. So you could give it, you know, your phone to your ne- or your niece, tell her to put this all together. She could get you a whole bunch of content. You don't need, you know, professional team. There's not that pressure for things to be so perfect and put together. That's the Instagram world. Hmm. Nice. I mean, we all saw the dog face 208 video, right? You know, the dude skating yeah. on the skateboard with the cranberry uh, juice. And that. He's going to get rich from all that free. crap. Man. <laughs> I saw a TikTok commercial with him. With like, him? He's on the TikTok. One of the football games. He's in yeah. all the commercials now, man. And then even yeah. the, the Fleetwood Mac people were in the commercial with him. I was like, God, yeah. no. Yeah, it's Gary V inspired him. He said it's it was little, Gary V. Told yeah. him post content. Yeah. A little 15 that's how, seconds. That's, yeah. that's how we – well, one of the reasons why uh, – we started a TikTok since we Gary V said so. Yeah, so we did it. <laughs> <laughs> that dude's a true influencer. Now now how um how scared or paranoid were y'all whenever the president was threatening to shut down TikTok? <laughs> Ooh, uh, I would go back and forth of like that's not gonna happen, like whatever. And I would feel so confident, like, eh, whatever. And then I would have my moments of like, what are we going to do? We're going to lose everybody. Um, but I just kept listening to kind of like the, the TikTok gurus. And they were cool as cucumbers. They kept saying, it's going to sell. Like, it's not going to get banned. Not going to happen. And I just kept listening to them and praying that they were right. Um, <laughs> but worst case scenario, it did get shut down. We got, you know, a ton, hundreds of direct bookings that we now have their emails um we've had a lot more people subscribe to our email list on our website from tiktok and we definitely grew our instagram and instagram's not going anywhere um so you know overall like we we still have all those people that found us that even if we lost tiktok uh, we still have you know we still have access to people and we put our name out there and people at least have heard of us um so, but, and most importantly, we, but we don't want it to of, go anywhere. We, don't we want made to a lot of money from it. So we were like, well, yeah. it was a good ride. Yeah, so. it was a good ride. We made some money. <laughs> Is that what made y'all, or made y'all think about hopping onto that Reels, Instagram Reels because of that? Yeah. So um, I, when they first launched reels i checked it out i was like this is stupid it's not like tiktok it's not gonna it's not the same it's not gonna work but then i just started playing around with it and just posting my my tiktoks to reels because i thought if tiktok goes anywhere i need to we need to up our our instagram game um so yeah and and mainly i was just curious about it um and trying to figure out how to how to make it work Mm. sorry oh how cute she's a tiktok star yeah. <laughs> wow, like man, I know my, I know mahogany. My wife's gonna want to hear about this because uh, she's yeah. you know, big into Instagram and fitness and stuff. And like yeah. she, she grows her Instagram, but yeah, that, that TikTok and Reels, I definitely got yeah. into the real thing. Yeah. And, and she's focused on um, like health, 
mm-hmm. and workout is that what her primarily her business is or yeah because yeah. i mean i don't know what if there's somebody already doing that on tiktok but but I mean, there's room for everybody. That's the beauty of TikTok is whatever you're, there may be somebody doing what you do, but they're not doing it the, the way, way that you're going to do it. And like, I just ended up the other day, um, I was scrolling through TikTok and like this video popped up of like people who collect bricks and they like bricks, like house bricks. And they have brick swaps and they all bring their bricks. They lay them on the ground and then they take the brick. And anyway, I was like, how did I end up on like brick collecting TikTok? But I did. And here I was and I'm watching it and I watched it like three times. So whatever you're into, like whatever you do, mm-hmm. there's people that are going to watch it, that are going to engage with it, that, um, you know, there's an audience for it. So that is, that's what I, I've been telling everybody, get on TikTok. Get on TikTok. She has a, it's, it's a niche. Yeah. No. So I, I see yeah. um, what I was, uh, nervous about getting on it i've seen a lot of people guys at work that are kind of addicted to it all they do is all day long tick tock tick tock tick tock and you know i guess it, it follows it so if you start you know it notices pattern your pattern so if, if these guys are like looking at pretty girls it's just gonna feed them pretty girls all day right is that what is that how yeah. it works the algorithm yeah and that as from a com- consumer perspective is a little scary right because the, the algorithm is so fine-tuned that it's going to constantly put what you want to see in front of you. So it's highly addictive from a marketer standpoint, from a small business standpoint, that it's literally putting the people that want to see what you have to offer right in front of you over and over and over oh. again, your stuff is being pushed to them and you're not having to pay for it. Free. You're not having to pay for the yeah. ad. It's free for now. That'll change just like Instagram <laughs> change. Oh, Instagram yes. used to be that way. It's not anymore. Um, so that that's the beauty of it from a, a business owner standpoint is that the people that you want to see your content are going to see your content. It's crazy. Cause um, I don't know if you guys have seen social dilemma yet on Netflix. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. That's, that was 100% how good TikTok is. Like, hey, yeah. this person's doing this. Hey, don't lose them. Flip the switch. So we come to yeah. you know, yeah. yeah. It was crazy. But like, I swear, because when I'm on TikTok, TikTok knows exactly what you want. Because when I'm on TikTok, nothing but real estate stuff comes up. Hey, this mm-hmm. is how to do burn. This is lenders. And I'm mm-hmm. like, what? But it's because they know that I'm into it. Because that's what I said. Yeah. Scroll through. So like, Steve, if you wanted to scroll through podcasts or if you want real estate stuff, It'll just hit you with it all time, all day. Mm-hmm. It's almost like yeah. it knows what you're thinking. It's yeah. Crazy. Mm-hmm. yeah. Yes, it does. It hooks you. Yeah. It hooks you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But um, that's if, the if you, that was the intent of the design behind mm-hmm. the uh, the uh, platform. So exactly that and YouTube. So I mean, mm-hmm. really any any of them, I guess. But I'm primarily on YouTube. So same thing happens to me on YouTube. Like whatever I, I'm most likely interested in and clicking on stuff that's. Re- uh, similar to it content that's similar to it it'll start popping up exactly do y'all make youtube content too or no no we've we've talked about it and you know we we probably should have from the beginning because that would have been a another it would have been like a a long form of tiktok Mm -hmm. uh, where people could have been following us along throughout the whole process and we captured some content but didn't get to uh, really make a youtube channel the way we wanted to Here's your first YouTube video. How to use TikTok to explode your Airbnb rental business. Oh, oh. yeah. <laughs> that would hit. That would hit. Just simply saying how to always hit. Yeah. If you said how yeah. all, that would hit. That would hit. Yeah. There's and there's no- really, 
there's really not that I know of really anybody in this industry that's using TikTok in the way that we are, which is so surprising because it's such a gold mine. But um, I'm going to but, yeah. I'm signing up right now. Signing up right now. Yeah. <laughs> Just don't get hooked. But oh, but when you get on, so I guess you're not on already. When you get on, before you put anything out there, watch some videos. Watch some videos. Look at what other people are doing because there's definitely a culture on TikTok. Instagram has a culture. The Instagram culture is perfect and flashy, and that's the culture of Instagram. TikTok has a culture too. And so watch some videos and see kind of what people are doing. I never fit. I never thought I fit good on, on Instagram. I just, I just, I'm trying it, you know, I'm trying it, mm. you know, and I'm just learning about the stories thing. I'm slow. I'm slow. But I, I think this TikTok thing, man, I think I'll probably like it a lot yeah. better. Yeah. TikTok is next. But yeah, it's, it's next level with the content. It like, however they fine tuned it, like it, it's almost like it knows what you're thinking. If you, yeah. I don't know, Steve, have you seen Social Dilemma yet? But it's, Not yet. I heard about it. Man, it's, it's Crack, crack. Yeah, man. You, you like, <laughs> man. I ain't gonna lie. I had to delete Facebook from my phone after I watched that. I'm like, damn. Well, <laughs> I, I wonder how many people did that because I did the same thing. I deleted my Twitter, yeah. my Snapchat. Uh, the only thing I have is uh, uh, YouTube. So, yeah. but they're still getting me on there. So, I don't know. <laughs> I just minimized the damage. So, <laughs> so, so a, few, a couple more questions about your place, about y'all's place. Y'all plan on doing like wedding events and stuff there? uh not we know we talked about it but if this is just not the ideal spot and then um and uh, then we always go back to like man who's gonna run it you know (laughs) we would have that's another person we're gonna have to find um but if i think if we really wanted to which i think the more we looked into it we the more we realized you know it's probably not worth it the the trade-off because we heard some stories um uh, just talking to, to other people who have ran uh, wedding venues, you know the story. Some of the stories they have, that you know, you got to deal with the brides, and everything has to be perfect on their wedding day. So, yeah, we just—I don't know. We right now we we were actually kind of that was one of our ideas that we were going to be trying to move forward with after the first year that we moved here, and then we just kind of put that in the back burner. I have a TikTok wedding there, though. You thought it'd just blow up. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then. Oh, oh, no. That's, that's going about the rainbow, the rainbow um, house. Did that, how did that hit with the LBGQ community? Was, does that, yeah, did that hit pretty no, good? It, it hit. And, and I was just painting it, um, you know, just to kind of go with a certain color scheme. And it, that wasn't intentional, but. I'm not opposed to it at all. And I was so surprised on TikTok. So on TikTok, there's all these little like niches of communities, right? Like anything in the world, there's plant TikTok, there's um, millennial TikTok, there's everything. Well, there's a subset in TikTok called uh, Cottagecore. And Cottagecore is like a large, they call it like cottagecore lesbian tiktok and our our rainbow house video took off there and everyone was like i want to bring my girlfriend i was like come on over um so yeah it, it really took off on um 
and cottage core lesbian TikTok, which makes sense because we're, you know, we grow plants and, um, you know, grow our own uh, fruit. And that's part of the cottage core. It's kind of like going back to this like old timey way of living of like having plants and growing food and making your own bread. And, you know, it's very kind of like cottagey grandma vibes. And, um, and that's what cottage core is about. And so our house took off there and yeah. That's, that's smart. neat. That's other, neat. Yeah, now you can get into other areas. Oh, that is smart. Wow. You gonna do any more themed um, themed houses? Yeah. So all of our houses are um, kind of thematic. Uh, so the the rainbow house is actually called uh, hippies and cowboys, and um, we have another one called wild and free. I have another one called the cozy cactus, the greenhouse, the Thelma cottage, and the Louise cottage. So we try to take our decor and our vibe and just push it as over the top as we can um, so that it's very eclectic, very colorful. Yeah. Nice, nice. Yeah. Now, no, like I said, I don't know a lot about TikTok, but you know, I hear people say, oh, you got, you got to have an IG wall, a place where they could, you know, people could take pictures, tag it on IG. Is there like such yeah. thing you have like a TikTok wall or something like that? We don't have a TikTok wall, but we try to make the whole place like TikTokable. But what we do to really encourage that is we have ring lights in all of our houses. Um, so are you familiar with ring lights? Oh, that's right. what everybody uses. I got one. Watch, let me, let me show oh. you. Yeah, me too. I was about to say like, uh, oh, ring light. <laughs> it makes all the difference. Yep. <laughs> and that's what people, and it has the little thing to hold your phone so they can set, and it's on a tripod. So they put their phone in it and they can make TikToks in our houses. Um, and some people have, they can also take selfies to post on Instagram, but yeah, we put ring lights in all of our houses. That is cool. That is cool. I never, I wouldn't even, never thought of that. But I guess it is the, it is the IG TikTok generation right now, right? Those are the ones yeah. that are yeah. traveling. They wanna, they wanna show everybody how badass they're doing and they're, and you know how they're traveling. Yeah. Might as well get a good, li good lighting for them. Yeah, yeah. We want to make it as easy as possible for them to market for us. I love yeah, that you know, because that, I mean, because they're, like they're gonna, you know, uh, they're gonna. Be, they're gonna be posting stuff um, on TikTok or Instagram. Mm -hmm. So um, back in April, I think it was, mm -hmm. uh, Leah decided to get some uh, tripods for us. I was like, "Yeah, let's do it." So she bought one tripod uh, ring light for each unit, and then we were gonna go buy another one. They were like, "On." They were like $20. Yeah. After COVID hit and everybody got on TikTok, ring lights, those exact same ones that I got were like double the price. It was crazy. So crazy. Yeah. Everyone started getting but ring But everybody lights. wants ring lights because everybody's making TikToks. Yep. I remember that because I, I, before COVID, I was actually thinking of, you know, because right now I'm just using the, the computer camera or whatever. But I was thinking of, because, you know, we got, we got our podcast, we're doing videos and stuff like that. I was thinking of getting like a decent webcam. Man, there was nothing. Every single store was sold out of webcams. There was like a three-month waiting list on Amazon for one, for a webcam. Wow. And, you know, and another theory, you know, there's, there's a lot, they said a lot of girls had to make money online. So they, they were buying oh, no. up all this stuff. Too. Yeah. That's I heard webcams, from a <laughs> Like I think webcams, ring lights, home gyms, all that. Home gym stuff still sold out. You, like, you have to literally wow. get on like Facebook marketplace for that. Yeah. Those are the things that took wow. off during during covid yeah it's crazy yeah, yeah. podcast some crazy times yeah mm. it's crazy but but that's cool i mean it's, it's funny how, i mean 
we hear that story so much, you know, that everybody lost all their bookings and all of a sudden that, well, now people can't leave the country. They can't go to Cancun. They can't go. They're all staying mm-hmm. around here. Everybody's booking yeah. just shot right back up. You know, everybody was panicking, yeah. paranoid, going crazy, you know, ready to, you know, sell everything. And yeah. then y'all, y'all, y'all hung in there with that, you know, with that chill mentality. And then it came it all came back in spades. That's awesome. Yeah. Well, we, we were just in a good position, you know, following Dave Ramsey's principles, um, we were all debt free and, you know, we, we didn't have any debt. So, and we don't have kids. So we just pretty much were living on a couple hundred dollars of groceries a month because we don't, you know, we don't, it's just the two of us. So we really didn't have any expenses. Uh, and, you know, we always had a, a good uh, uh, fund saved up just in case. So, mm-hmm. you know, we, we were, we were ready. We were in a perfect, you know, situation to kind of write the the storm out yeah. for several months if we needed to and i still uh, panic it, it because worked, that is what know. i do <laughs> yeah i'm the more calm one and she, good balance i have to calm her down yeah, yeah we balance each other out yeah calm that's what's up man that's what's up that is cool so um so where can folks find y'all TikTok. TikTok. <laughs> yes, so we are. Um, oh, our dog has something to say. Uh, we are at the in i n n between t x, and we have the same username on TikTok, Instagram, uh, Facebook. Uh, we're most active on TikTok and Instagram, but we can be reached on any of those platforms. Or yeah. just come out to take a drive to Concan, yeah. Texas. Yeah, and look for the Rainbow House. You can't miss us. <laughs> yeah. And I, I do tell people, follow them. Because, like, I follow them all the time. And I was – because that's actually how we met, I think, on Instagram, right? Mm-hmm. I was just yeah. scrolling. And I started going through their uh, TikTok. I was like, dang, got a lot of yeah. followers. Yeah, it, it was like in how they go into their houses, take, take like, these videos of their houses, what's to offer in the neighborhood. Man, it, 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 it is legitimate – they they mastered it. I, I would say that. Definitely check them out. How about would you ever make like a teepee on your land? We actually have little teepees. Uh, <laughs> made out really? of uh, yeah. Made out of pallet wood, made not real ones. Oh um, wow! So our teepees are so we made them, and it's real. They were very simple. They're just like the 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 base is the is a pallet, mm-hmm. and then we just got uh, four pieces of like uh, two by two, mm-hmm. coming from each corner to make the the structure. And then we lined it with pieces of wood on the walls. But the the unique thing about the teepees is uh, Leah's friend came in and did a residency with us. And uh, she painted those pieces of wood as part of uh, her, some, one of her art uh, deals. So, And they're, they're playhouses, not for people to stay in. They're yeah. playhouses for kids to play with and for moms to take pictures of their kids in the cute little playhouse and then tag us in it. That's yeah. so cool. That's smart. I love this. It's very TikTokable, as you say. <laughs> yeah, yeah. TikTok. It used to be Instagrammable, but now we're trying to figure out how to make things TikTokable. So, so y'all have no mortgage on the on the property. No mortgage on the. Wow. So y'all really went all in. Yeah. The house. We took it. House or or. Uh, we went all in with so. no clue of what we were doing. No clue if it was gonna work, but we had faith. And we can work hard, but yeah, we jumped all in. Yeah, as much as I don't like uh, Airbnb, VRBO, uh, they really kept us afloat all the way up into our website. So uh, mm-hmm. they got their money's worth, though, <laughs> out of us. <laughs> yeah, so we pushed, I think we got the better deal out of that, though. 
Yeah, we're not fans of them either, but yeah. Good thing you have a direct booking site. That's what's up. That's what's up. Yeah, yeah and, and how do you how did y'all I, I know it was TikTok was mostly it, but like how did you, how are y'all able to pull a lot of other you know the other thirty percent away from um, Airbnb, VRBO stuff like that to get on your direct booking sites? Uh, well, when when they get here, we what we do is uh, Leah made some uh, guest books that we have in the in each unit, and it's kind of a lot of information in there as far as like policies, um, social media account, and then of course our website. And they're so. all designed; they look like magazines, so they're really beautiful. It's a a beautiful experience because we want for every step of the way to be an experience. We're trying to create an experience every step, every part of it needs to fit that. So our, our little guest books, they're, you know, all beautifully designed and we're trying to show them the best of the best of the area. And then we splash in a save money book direct. Um, and so we have a whole page in our little book that talks about direct booking, but we also use Instagram, um, and, you know, mainly socials is what we're using. We don't have any ads. We don't pay for ads anywhere. Um, we don't, yeah, we haven't done anything yeah. else, mainly just social media predominantly TikTok and and it's working um and then we do have the the little flyers in the books for the guests that are here so that we can hopefully they'll book direct next time yeah yeah there's so and much if I do, social media that's crazy yeah mm-hmm. yeah no kidding um and if I you know if I do go out and to and happen to see some of the guests who book through Airbnb or VR, VRBO um you know, I just, I will make it a point to to tell them like, hey guys, you know, we do have a website, you know, you, you're welcome to, you know, save some money and book through there. So I'll just throw that out there. Yeah. But uh, yeah, that's uh, pretty much all we do. That is awesome. Living the life. <laughs> yeah, I learned a lot. Yeah, and me, me, meanwhile, we get to live where we wanted to live. So it's just, uh, it's just, it's working out, wow. working out. I love it. It's, y'all can make a movie about that. That's pretty cool. Really? <laughs> I, I, I straight learned a lot tonight. Like, dang, you're like you, you've mastered social media and used it for its true purpose. Be social. Then you can use it to grow your business. Like, literally. Mm-hmm. That's what's up. Yeah. 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 And with TikTok, it's so it's so easy and it's so fun is the other thing. It's just it's just fun. And you're experimenting, playing around with different things. And um, it's just fun. It, it does take some time. Um, it is time consuming. Yeah, it is time consuming. Just putting the content together. Mm-hmm. Um, but but if you know a young person, you just hire them to do it for you. <laughs> and they can create them. They can make them. They know young people know the culture of TikTok. Mm-hmm. They know what's going to work. They know what people are watching. Um, and, you know, just hire hire a young person to and Maybe to guide them. Yeah. Maybe you can guide them to, to see if... Uh, you can have them put it in a way that's going to be marketable. Yeah. Like, okay. So if I was, if y'all, let's say y'all were wanting to grow this podcast, right? You're wanting this podcast to start making you some money. You have 139 filmed episodes of content. And I'm sure you've seen Gary V's TikToks where he's just taking that old content and cropping it chopping it up so all of those little like micah and steve moments that y'all are posting and like a picture on instagram you could actually take your video and just 15 seconds of the best line said in a podcast put that on tiktok and then be like full episode 
on YouTube and then you're pushing everybody to YouTube. You have all the content. You have yeah, hours, hours of filmed yeah, content of hours, yeah. that you could pay somebody to just kind of mine through to get out the gems that you're posting on TikTok because you already have it filmed. That's the hardest part is content creation, but you have a ton of content. You know what's funny? I was at a podcast meetup and the whole podcast meetup, they threw Gary V content up there. They're like, this is what you need to do. Gary V said, break this down, break. It turned into like a straight up Gary V event. And that is exactly <laughs> what it is. But it works. It it's works. working. And the thing is, is you got, I mean, this is why we listen to your podcast because you provide so much value. And I listen to a lot of podcasts and I feel like half the podcasts I listen to, it's the same people doing a book tour around. They're trying to sell their book tour. They're trying to sell their course. But because you guys are in the business, the questions that you guys ask are the same questions that we ask. The question, you know, like it's so relevant. Or we would want to know. Or that we would want to know questions that maybe we didn't even think of. So y'all have so much content and so much value and so many more people could be seeing it, especially young people that are interested in getting into real estate, mm-hmm. that are getting, you have all the real estate guys on your, your TikTok, you said, when you scroll through, it's all the real estate guys. Y'all could be putting that content out there and you know monetize, if you wanted, for example, if you wanted, that's what you could do. Yeah, Hell yeah. Definitely. yeah. You know you're talking my language now, I'm like, hold up. It's a whole different game with TikTok. Let's say we were to chop up the content, because my issue with TikTok is, because especially now we have the video content, like you said, I know I could chop it up and use it on Instagram. Um, I don't, I haven't really used Reels, but how would you chop it up and put it on TikTok? Like, what would be like a, like if we have an hour worth of content, we took 15 seconds. Well, how would you chop that up? Yeah. So you could take like the, you know, maybe Steve asked a question, right? Like he asked some questions. That's like one of those good questions. So you would, you would crop it to him asking that question. And then maybe like, Micah, maybe you make a face. Like you're, he had that question. You were like, oh yeah. Then I would like take a clip of you reacting to his question and then maybe get the next clip of the guest answering that question. Like you're, you're chopping it all up and making it short. So it's not just what I'm looking at now with, you know, the three of us over here and you frame it, you crop it, frame it in on the guy asking the question, show the other guy's reaction. Like just now your eyebrows went up. So, you know, then I would flash it onto you with your reaction and then have the guy answer. So it's little bitty clips because people's attention spans are very short. That's what and, they were saying on TikTok. People's attention spans are short, so it has to be direct to really and guess And guess what? We just made a little snippet right now. Oh. <laughs> That's what's we're, up. That's they TikTok us. They TikTok us. That's what's up. Because I, 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 at the beginning, I made an Instagram uh, story about it. So this was up. Yeah. Now the yeah. Instagram thing, Mahogany, my wife's been really getting getting me on the Instagram thing, just yeah. posting stuff, and I've been really doing that lately. But yeah, the yeah. TikTok, okay, I gotta get on it. Now, now, does does TikTok have like a software where you can crop and then put it in in whatever position it on there, or do you have to do it on a third party <laughs> software? I don't think cropping. No, I think that would have to be done on a a third party. Chopping up the odd or the like the footage. Yes, you can shorten it and and make it longer and you know all of that, but crop being it i don't think so that would have to be a third party like that's where i would have your your va or you know hire somebody on fiverr and tell them you know 
to either mine the content on their own, or you could say at four minutes and five seconds, he asked this question, this is what I want. And then they could use whatever editing software that they have to, to crop it and all that. Cause I, I don't think, I don't, you can't crop on TikTok that I know of. I've never done that. Okay. Man, you just gave me a mind full of ideas. You, wow. I'm thinking like, <laughs> whoa, you could really just get someone on Fiverr to do that. Just it, yeah. it's some TikTok. So I have a question. Can you use, I may have to test this. Can you use TikTok on a internet browser like you can do on Instagram or no? You, I don't know about it anymore. You couldn't, but then I don't know if they changed it or not. I don't know. Okay. I'm not sure. I think maybe you can watch them. But I don't know if you can make them unless okay. that's a new feature. I've I've never tried. I just do it from my phone. Okay. This has been a great episode. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you all guys for hopping on. Yeah. And uh, we've learned so much. And I'm gonna start my TikTok probably, if not tonight, tomorrow. And I will Woo! be watching all y'all's um content and learning, you know. And then I have a 13-year-old daughter, you know, she lives with her mom, but I'm going to, because she's tick, she's all over that TikTok. I, I don't mm -hmm. know what the heck she's doing on there. So I'm going to just, I'm going to run it by here and say, hey, you know. Yeah. You want to make a couple bucks? Yeah, <laughs> use teach use you. the resources yeah. you have. I've been she telling can. everybody, your teenagers are a valuable resource when it comes to TikTok. So yeah. get some father-daughter time and pick her brain. Yeah, it just, it's just frustrating. She's just on the phone all the time now. Like, well, shit, you know, do something for yeah. me on that phone. Yeah, exactly. Oh, man. Leah, Jake, y'all are awesome. This is going to yeah. be a very popular episode. And I know and one of the reasons because you're y'all are going to TikTok the hell out of it. And it's going <laughs> to... Please do. And tag us. Tag us. Please yeah. do. Yeah. yeah. Maybe before we do, you should create uh, TikTok. Oh yeah, uh, we can tag you. I yeah. have one for Live Let Thrive. Oh okay. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah I have one for Live Let and, Thrive. Make and sure give I me the login to that too, Mike. I want to throw some stuff. <laughs> Will do. Let me actually get make sure. I know I'm following you guys in there. TikTok, you don't stop. Yeah. I... <laughs> so Michael's yep. perusing mm -hmm. his phone. Cool. We're on TikTok. Yes, Live Let Thrive on. at TikTok, and we Definitely got the the in between Texas the. Ah! Uh, the uh, T-H-E-I-N-N -N between Texas uh, on TikTok, whatever. That, yeah. you know, Y'all can find it. Y'all know how to do that. Yeah, we're and... gonna, we'll, we'll put it in the, it'll be in the, it'll be below in the comment section. So yeah, definitely check cool. it out. Cool. So, so we get like a Live Let Thrive discount at Con, Concan Texas or what's up? Yeah, we can, yeah. Work, we can work that out. Yeah. Yeah, that'd be great. <laughs> nice. We'll throw some TikTok in at y'all. Yeah, yeah, we'll I'm definitely sure. come down there. That that is cool though. But yeah, thank y'all for coming on. I've been really excited to talk to y'all, and y'all find me here. So thank you. All right, thank you guys. Yeah, yeah. Hope to have y'all on again soon. You know, and and learn some more from you guys. Thanks so much. Definitely, definitely. Thank y'all again. Thank you. All right. See okay. you later. Out. Right. Jake from State Farm. <laughs> oh, I didn't say it on the show. But man, my mind is blown. Uh, I'm gonna get on yeah, that TikTok yeah. and get my get my Dallas pad just blasted, man. Yeah, that that was. I'm really interested in that hiring somebody on Fiverr to do it. You know, um, teenager with, with not only the Airbnb but even the podcast. That's pretty I, dope. Like, I bet I there's already in a lot of it because the thing with TikTok is I I get so confused on what the post. You know what I mean? Because most mm -hmm. of the stuff that I see, like with realtors, they're posting like, "Hey, you can." Here's how to burn a house. Here's how to be a first-time home buyer. So it's like, 
We can fit shit. that hole. You know what I mean? But, <laughs> but we're exciting, though. We're exciting. <laughs> but that's what it is. It's excitement. Because they're dancing to music and showing you how to do stuff, man. This is one dude on there named Kang. I know that Todd Baldwin phone. He's funny. But he dude knows how to break down buying a house on his TikToks. It's hilarious. So That's awesome. Yeah. Hell, yeah. Well, another social media I got to get on. <laughs> <laughs> definitely for sure it's man. a great show man um where can folks find us on tiktok yeah you can find <laughs> us on tiktok instagram um uh you can email us at live live at gmail.com remember if you are watching on youtube leave a like subscribe and uh hit us up if you need anything and uh we are out later peace thank you for tuning in to this week's episode of live let thrive be sure to tune in next week for all the latest in the world of Airbnb and all that entails. Bye-bye.